Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, September 24th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Older black St. Louis residents are concerned that the November election will present challenges to many North City seniors. They include longtime voters who wouldn't dare miss an election. I realized when I was in high school and certainly in college that politics controls virtually everything in our lives. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson speaks with black senior citizens about fears surrounding voting during the pandemic. Missouri Governor Mike Parson and his wife, Teresa, have tested positive for coronavirus. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, the two are in isolation. Parson says he has no symptoms at this time, and Teresa has only mild symptoms. She's resting at their home in Bolivar, and he's going to keep doing some work at the mansion. In a Facebook video, he says they are both doing well. We're both fine. Uh, We're going to move forward on this. And again, I want to encourage everybody what I have every day. Take care of yourselves. Do the best you can to protect yourselves. Social distancing. Wear a mask. Personal hygiene. Parson has received criticism for failing to issue a statewide mask mandate. He said wearing a mask is a political issue and has worn one infrequently. He has postponed all future events at this time, including the gubernatorial debate that was scheduled for this Friday. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis. Public Radio. St. Louis County is allowing most sports to resume next week, but not high school football. Blocking youth sports is an effort to slow the spread of coronavirus. It has drawn heated criticism from parents and coaches toward county government. Some school districts are moving their high school football games out of the county. Parkway Athletic Director Mike Roth. We want to give our student athletes simply an opportunity to compete like any other high school team is competing around the St. Louis area. We feel it's safe for us in Parkway to do so, and uh, we're, again, super excited for our student-athletes and our coaches. County Executive Sam Page will allow all middle school sports to resume Monday, as well as low- and moderate-contact high school sports. That includes activities such as soccer. Schools in the region are trying to determine if young students can safely return to the classroom during the pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports some St. Louis County elementary students are returning, but doctors are divided on whether that's a good idea. Earlier this month, county officials cited low rates of coronavirus cases in elementary-age children and said young kids could safely return to school. Ladue, Clayton, and other school districts then announced children in lower grades could come back to the classroom this fall. Dozens of area pediatricians recently encouraged a return to school. They said that for young children, virtual learning can cause educational and psychological problems. But other doctors say any return to in-person school could be dangerous. Dr. Sarah George is an infectious disease specialist at St. Louis University. Probably the risk is lower with first graders than it is with adults or adolescents but it's certainly not zero. St. Louis Public Schools Superintendent Kelvin Adams this week proposed a return for children in kindergarten through second grade. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Protests throughout the country following the decision not to charge officers in Breonna Taylor's death have extended to the St. Louis region. Five on Your Side reports protesters last night marched from the old courthouse in St. Louis to City Hall, chanting, These are our streets and we want justice. Demonstrators also removed barricades that were put up around City Hall. 
In Florissant, police report six arrests during a protest. A group blocked U.S. 67, and officers made those arrests after giving three orders to move off the highway. There were no injuries. Some black St. Louis senior citizens are worried it will be difficult to vote during the November election because of the pandemic. Some fear absentee or mail-in ballots will not make it to election officials on time. Others are worried officials will not have enough voting machines or poll workers in black neighborhoods. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, senior citizens say they are leery of the process, but hopeful black people will still be able to vote. In the early 1960s, Louise Wilkerson's parents often spoke about politics and how it was important for black people to vote. For decades, that compelled her to vote in nearly every election. I realized when I was in high school and certainly in college that politics controls virtually everything in our lives. The 75-year-old retired educator is determined to vote this year. But like many elderly black North St. Louisans, she's worried that it will be hard to make sure that everyone who wants to vote can do so. Older black voters typically like to vote at the polls. People in the high-risk category for contracting the virus, like those over 65, are encouraged to vote by mail or absentee ballot. But some worry that their ballots won't make it to the Board of Elections. Wilkerson says many voters will have to rely on the U.S. Postal Service to deliver their ballots. But when Postmaster General Louis DeJoy proposed cuts to the Postal Service, many people lost faith in the system. We've got Postmaster General DeJoy trying to um, kneecap the U.S. Postal Service. We've never had an attack on the Postal Service like this. This is outrageous. Alonza Patrick is hopeful his absentee ballot will count, too, but he is largely concerned about access to the polls in North St. Louis. The 80-year-old has been driving people to and from polls for about 40 years. Patrick says he's noticed that North St. Louis polling stations tend to have more problems than stations in other areas in the city. He says in the summer elections, some voters stood in lines for hours. Some of these polls that... We visit by taking people uh, to vote, and we see long lines. So what I decided to do is go inside and find out why those lines were so long. What I found out, uh, we didn't have enough machines. We didn't have enough tellers. And the people that was checking off the people to vote was not in a hurry to do it. In March, the city had 105 polling stations. By the August primaries, there were 99. Gary Stoff, the St. Louis Board of Elections Republican director, says the city lost six polling stations because officials decided not to use senior citizen facilities as voting locations to help limit the spread of the virus. Alderwoman Pam Boyd is a Democrat who represents the 27th Ward. She says she was furious with the conditions that elderly residents had to endure this summer when coronavirus cases were rising. I had kept asking the Board of Elections before the election, are you going to have them where they take people's temperature? Nobody will respond. So they had nobody when they came in to have them sanitize their hands. They just had it sitting on the table. So most people going to walk past the sanitizer. Then they didn't have the social distancing in there, and then they didn't have the people wearing the mask, the workers. Boyd and others in North St. Louis are worried that long lines at the polls is another example of how election officials in Missouri are making it hard for people to vote. 
Gina McClendon is director of Washington University's Voter Access and Engagement Initiative. She says some black people don't trust the voting process. So a lot of what people believe is historical. I'm not a value, so what difference does my vote make? But the problem is that people don't understand that that's not where we are today. Your vote does matter. And, and if it didn't matter, people wouldn't spend billions of dollars trying to prevent you from voting. Both Louise Wilkerson and Alonza Patrick believe their votes matter, but they worry that some older black voters will be discouraged. Patrick is also concerned that young black people who have been marching to save black lives won't take that same energy to the polls. I'm hoping that a lot of young folks out there marching, that they're going to encourage them to register before and cast a vote. Still, many black voters are optimistic about the upcoming election and hope what can be a difficult experience will not stop black people from voting. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.